I'd like to know, what do you think about the insanity going on? I watched I watched CNN for the first time in a year last night, and it was... I, I'm telling you, I had to walk into the kitchen and just hug my wife, and she just went, it was that bad. And I said, it was Vietnam, honey. It was Vietnam. Having to watch those buffoons for an hour, it was Vietnam. Ridiculous. Nothing in the world makes sense to me anymore. So what should the president do? What is the exit strategy for the Democrats? What do you think is going to happen with this? Mark in Georgia. Hello, Mark. You're on the Glenn Beck Program. Thank you so much. You bet. Uh, I'm calling uh, from Savannah and WTKS and the amazing Bill Edwards uh, to warm up for you. I saw the headlines in our paper and it said, no one is above the law. And I went immediately over to Home Depot and got enough shiny duct tape to make me look like a sultan because my head was going to explode. (laughs) These people are so out of it. Uh, They have... Uh, laws that they pass that they exempt themselves from. They are above the law. And when they commit crimes like sexual harassment, probably sexual uh, uh, attacks of some sort, like slapping somebody in the butt or whatever, they use our money to pay off the victims. And we aren't allowed to know who was paying off, uh, you know, some poor victim. We don't need to know the victim, but we have a right to know who these perpetrators are. People are that are not exonerated. So, Mark, I, I have to tell you, I agree. I think that we are living in the times right now where you obviously are a longtime uh, listener. Thank you for the duct tape reference. Um, you've heard me talk about the Bubba effect. That's what's happening right now. The Bubba effect is going into hyperdrive. Another year of this, and no one's going to listen or believe. They started mocking people in Congress last week during these hearings. They were openly mocking them. Those people should have respect, you know. Nobody has respect for these people. None of them. No one has respect for them. These guys should be very concerned And that's why I think they are working with Google and everyone else. They've got to get their power base somehow. They should be very concerned that they are becoming a national joke. Now, it's always been a joke, always been a joke, but a good, kind-hearted joke. Not anymore. We're we're to the point where we're like, I'm not going to listen to you. Really? Oh, really? You're going to protect the... Constitution now. Yeah. Where were you on the IRS targeting conservatives under Obama? Oh, that's right. That's right. That that was nothing. Oh, you're going to go after Donald Trump now on uh, on 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 this phone call where here's the document. There's absolutely nothing in it that is of concern uh, or at least impeachable for sure. Uh, But you you don't want to hear about the Joe Biden thing with his son. That's a conspiracy theory. No, that happened. We have all the facts. We have all the facts. You know where we get some of the facts? The New York Times. How is it possibly a conspiracy when the New York Times itself reported it? Can I ask another question on this? Because you're, you're, you're helping me clarify this a little bit. Okay. Today. Let's just say the worst is true. The accusations against the president with this Ukraine thing are fully true, and they will play out with evidence. Let's say a recording of Donald Trump. 
Okay. Hey, Donald holding Trump. the cat in his big oversized <laughs> chair, petting the kitty. Yeah. Yes, yes, now my plans. Right. So the accusation is Donald Trump uses the power of his office to influence Ukraine and an investigation in Ukraine to get the result he wants. And if he doesn't get that result, he's going to withhold money that Ukraine is ex- expecting. Mm-hmm. That's the accusation against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And we don't have all the evidence that that's true. They deny that it's true. But let's just say he came out and he there was a statement of him admitting this in public. Mm-hmm. How is that different than the actual initial conversation about Joe Biden? This is the initial clip that started this whole Joe Biden thing. Him talking in front of an audience, talking about how he went to Ukraine and threatened them if they did not use this and or uh, pursue this investigation in no, the way that he fired, wanted. No, no, and fire, fire the, prosecutor, the prosecutor. He would withhold money. He's admitted this on camera. Listen to the clip. I'm desperately concerned about the backsliding on the part of uh, uh, Kiev in terms of corruption. They made, I mean, I'll, I'll give you one concrete example. I, I, I was, not I, I, but it just happened to be that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and... Uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had they were walking out to press conference and said, no, nah. I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. So, again, like, hey, forget, the, forget the Hunter Biden part of this at all. Forget if he was motivated by Hunter Biden. Forget that for a second. This is the exact thing they are accusing Donald Trump of doing of withholding money to get a particular result in an investigation, uh, with this particular case, firing of the prosecutor from all investigations, and he's withholding money and he's using the power of his office to accomplish that goal. It is precisely the thing they're accusing Donald Trump of, and it's the thing that started conservatives on this whole on this whole uh, chase in the first place. And so that made me think of this as you're, uh, we were talking about what is the motivation here. Is the motivation essentially to get out in front of how bad this is for Biden? Because uh, yeah. now because, you can so say... Look what you're doing. They've both done the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. And you are missing the Hunter Biden story. Right. I'm, what I'm just, he yeah. did with the prosecutor... That may be that they fired the right prosecutor or fired the wrong prosecutor. Mm -hmm. Listen to the president. This is from the transcript. I heard that you had a prosecutor who was very good and he was shut down, and that's really unfair. A lot of good people are talking about that, the way they shut your very good prosecutor down, and you had some very bad people involved. So now he's coming to the uh, president of Ukraine saying the exact opposite. The exact opposite. 
Barack Obama and Joe Biden said that's a bad prosecutor. Mm -hmm. Some people think he was a bad prosecutor. Some people, like the current president of Ukraine, don't think he was a bad uh, don't think he was a bad prosecutor. Thought he was a good prosecutor that was going to be that was wronged. Okay, I don't know, but you have them saying exactly the same thing just on opposite sides on who the bad guy and the good Incredible. guy was. It's the same story. It's the same story. Now, that does, there's additional yeah. layers. And also, we should point out, again, that Trump has not admitted to doing the thing that Biden did admit doing. Yeah, he so didn't. He didn't. It, it was said by this yeah. inside source that that's what he did. That there is no talk of that whatsoever. Right. None in the transcripts. None. It was a friendly phone call. The, the, the president of exactly. Ukraine was like, I know, we got to get all over that. We are working on it now. We'd love your help on that. They, they were in complete agreement. So is the, is the effort here by Pelosi to launch this investigation and the inquiry into impeachment to essentially give the impression that both of these guys are guilty of the same thing so you can't really count it against Biden? And that means... Yes, no, yes. But you have to go through a million because, loops, look, and you have to forget about the Hunter Biden part of the story. Let me give you something that really didn't get much attention. Uh, it was reported that uh, Robert Menendez, Dick Durbin, Patrick Leahy wrote a letter to Ukraine's prosecutor general, Yuri uh, Lusenko, expressing concern at the closing of four investigations they said were critical to the Mueller probe. <laughs> In the letter, they implied that the support for the U.S. assistance to Ukraine was at stake describing themselves as strong advocates for robust and close relationships with Ukraine. The Democratic senators declared, we have supported the capacity-building process and are disappointed that some in Kiev appear to have cast aside those Democratic principles to avoid the ire of President Trump before demanding Lusenko reverse, uh, I'm quoting, reverse course and halt any efforts to impede cooperation in this important investigation. So wait a minute. So you now have you now have <laughs> the senators, three Democratic senators going to uh, Ukraine, saying exactly the same thing that they just accused President Trump of doing. This doesn't go anywhere. They all did it. And everything in today's world is political. Everything when bathrooms are political of course, political people talking to other political people is going to be political because there is no integrity anymore on any front. It's all about politics now. So this is this is misdirection. This is saying, see what Joe Biden did in Ukraine wasn't bad. I don't have a problem with what Joe Biden did in the Ukraine unless it is connected to that prosecutor going in and starting and opening an investigation on Burisma. And that includes the board of directors, which Joe Biden's son was on. We lost that. Remember, he said, we're not going to give another billion. We're not going to give another billion dollars. Well, we did give another billion dollars. But what that prosecutor was looking for was where did the one point eight billion that was supposed to be in this bank and then go through Burisma? Where did that money go? Because it was just gone. It went to offshore entities. And the guy who owned the bank owned Burisma. And the guy who's on the board of directors 
was Joe Biden's son? Why was he on the board of directors? Does he speak Russian? Does he does he know about the oil and gas industry? The answer is no. This is misdirection to make it seem like what Joe Biden did was just say, fire that prosecutor. That's not where the problem is. And the bad news for Joe Biden is it's even worse in China. In China, it was literally our national security. It wasn't just our money. It was our national security at stake. So Thanksgiving is coming up soon. What do you have to be thankful for today? Ah, the Thanksgiving is coming up soon. See, here's what here's what is going to go away in all of this, because people are going to be like, I'm tired of talking about Ukraine. Well, good. Let's talk about China instead. What's going away on this is something that is not illegal. It is not illegal, believe it or not, for a politician to let his family make all kinds of money off the side while doing deals. I mean, it's insanity that we allow this to happen. But who's going to change the law? The people who are benefiting from it? This law should be changed. So what Joe Biden did, we don't think was illegal, but it is grotesque. And so anybody who says, you know, Joe Biden should go to jail or Joe Biden. No, no, no. This to me is an impeachable offense if he was the vice president, because you get to make up whatever it is that is a high crime or misdemeanor. It's whatever the public thinks is discrediting, dishonoring, or hurting the office that you hold and hurting the public. Well, I think this really hurts the United States when you have a vice president getting money. Let's change to China. A vice president meeting on certain things while his son is meeting with the the Bank of China, which is the Communist Party. So dad's in one room talking to the Communist Party leaders about politics and the sons in the other room with the Communist Party talking about the bank giving him all kinds of money to invest. And then that son taking that money and buying U.S. Uh, companies that help transfer weapon technology to China. Do you are you OK with that? Because it's perfectly legal. But are you OK with that? Because I'm not. I don't like this at all. And that's what Joe Biden is hoping he's going to get off the hook with, because the press will do the press. We have we have the senators doing exactly the same thing they're accusing Donald Trump of. And so far, we don't have Donald Trump. We have the text. He's not he's not threatening them. He's not threatening any quid pro quo. The senators did. Joe Biden did. But the media will focus it on that's Joe Biden's sin. And we just let the president get off with that. That's not yeah. the sin. Is it an effort essentially to make it into this? He said, she said, red versus blue thing. They both are guilty and you can't sort it all out. Yes. They both did bad things with Ukraine. They're and let's both just, the same. Let's just not even think about that. We've said this forever that if Biden runs and wins, this is going to become a massive issue for, for, for him. Is this their essentially preemptive effort to diffuse that i think it is but you have to then rope in china 
And no, you have I, to say it doesn't shouldn't they, work. I'm just saying that this is the right. strategy. Like because the, the accusation isn't even the same. No one's saying that Joe that Donald Trump wanted uh, Biden the the result with Biden because he wanted to help his son make money. That's not even an accusation. You throw away the entire Hunter Biden storyline, which is the main storyline. But he had admitted on camera the worst accusation about Trump and Ukraine. Biden has admitted on camera. So we have gone over the unclassified uh, unclassified, uh, document here of the president's conversation uh with the um with the president of the uh, of ukraine and uh i don't see anything there um he does bring up hey you know this this prosecutor was fired and he was looking into some stuff that revolved around our vice president and the president of ukraine says yeah i know it's one of the reasons why i was voted in because we're corrupt and I am appointing a new attorney general, and they're going to work for me, and they, they're not corrupt, and we're going to look into one of those things. In fact, if you have any you know, advice or if you have any information, I'd love to talk to your people. He says, well, I want you to put you in touch with uh, Rudy Giuliani, and I want to put you in touch with our attorney general. So he's, it's not like he's hiding this. What should the attorney general be? Should should Bill Barr be impeached too? Because he apparently knew about this. They were going to impeach him over the fact that he delayed the, the yeah. summary I mean, for three days. Geez, if you want to talk about you know somebody saying one thing to the public and then saying something else to the other, I don't know. You can keep your doctor, and you're going to save twenty five hundred dollars per family. That's probably an impeachable thing. Here's the the president has made a um, has made a call. His interest is political, but our interest is cleaning up corruption. They both align. Right. uh, That's why I think, because, I mean, I think you can look at this and say, well, I mean, look, he's about to go up against Biden. You know, we were raising questions right around this time about this story and, and made a big deal about it. And I think it is a huge liability for Joe Biden as he enters a general election campaign. Not going to do much in a, in a Democratic primary. But in a, in a general election campaign, this story, when you have it all laid out, is really, it brings a lot of questions up, okay, when it comes to the way he handled this. And he's admitted to large portions of it, as you heard in the tape we just played. So, like, you take a step back from this, and it's like, I don't understand where they think they can go with this, other than just to muddy the waters. Um, it is a, it's an effort, seemingly... Chaos is the key word. Exactly. You know, because it's going to get frustrating. Oh, these person, this person's saying this about uh, about Ukraine. This person's saying that. I, I don't even know what it means. Look, I either trust, you know, the the left or the right. It really does set it up as a Biden versus Trump contest. Who do you believe? And that's something that is really good for the Democrats if you understand the full story behind what actually happened with you but the one thing that we're not talking about today is the fact that uh elizabeth warren in many polls now is starting to pull ahead of joe biden mm-hmm. so you're not talking about joe biden's collapse so that does work in favor of joe joe biden although i don't think this is going to help him at all i don't think there's any winners in this uh ken in arizona welcome to the glenbeck program i think uh 
the Republican Party is missing such an opportunity here. There's so much audio and visual tape out there. I wish I was in charge of running their political ads. I wouldn't just say, I would just say like Joe Biden and then run exactly what he said. Now, the right's going to go, yeah, that's right. And the left's going to go, you're lying. Well, give a time and date code and let people decide for themselves because we have an opportunity to reach the left and reach independence. And I talked to a Democrat yesterday that wasn't even aware of what's going on with, with Biden because, you know, like you said, so many people have lost interest. But let people make up their own minds because in the end, that's what they have to do anyway. Yeah, I agree with you, Ken. Um, people, uh, and and I think that people have lost interest. They don't know what's going on, and they think it's a circus. So why are we treating this so seriously? I mean, we have to, our job is to get the truth out as we understand it, to get the truth out. But are we playing into this? You are. In, in one way, it's because I listen to conservative news sources usually, but I talk to a Democrat yesterday, and it's where they were getting their news from. It's all, it's been propagandized. I just, so I said, with audio and visual clips, if something happens, and I got a, my short list here is uh, NRA terrorists, murdering babies, destruction of Medicare, the Biden corruption, gun confiscation, the border, uh, the uh, IRS problems, and just give them a date and time code for clips that we have, and let people either do their research or not. That's up to them and then make up their own minds. All right, Ken. Thank you very much for your phone call. Let me go to uh, Stuart, Kansas. Hello, Stuart. Yes, good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Stu. Uh, I, I, the thing that's most upsetting to me, the most frustrating thing, and I think the average voter sees this, is that there's no accountability. We go from one story to the next, whether it's Hillary's 30,000 emails or it's the Mueller investigation with the Russian collusion, the obstruction. You know, there doesn't have to be anything there. We've read the transcript between Trump and the Ukrainian president, but it doesn't matter. It just matters that they can go on and continue this, this investigation, so-called investigation, for a couple of more years to damage Trump. Well, you know, Stuart, but, that, that's why I said earlier today that we're goldfish. Last week, based on an anonymous source at the time, they were going after and going to impeach uh, Kavanaugh. And that was the big story Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. He's going to be impeached. He's got to be off the Supreme Court. Then it was revealed, oh, wait, that source was wrong. The next day, the New York Times had another source, unnamed, unknown, with unknown information about this document that was released today. And they're all going on about impeachment. We're goldfish. At one, what point are you going to remember, wait, the same people said the same thing about somebody else last week, and it was discredited. How many times, how many times are you going to fall for this? It just goes to a much greater problem, which is the media, and, and they will lie through omission. They're not going to cover this story. They're just going to cover the transcript and what Trump said. They're not going to cover all the details that you are out in front of. I think it was clear back in March you had the author of Secret Empires on, mm -hmm. and we know all the information. We appreciate you getting that out because there's fewer and fewer sources to get the truth. But the problem is the reason we're so polarized in this country is you can't have a conversation with the other side because they don't get that information. All you have to do is find out their news sources and what they listen to, and you can't have a conversation. You're living in an alternative universe when you go to talk to them. You'll mention a fact or you'll mention something about Biden going to China. They'll go, what? What are you talking about? 
So this is a tremendous problem. It even goes to our schools where you have these, these liberal uh, uh, individuals that are writing our history, for our history books. Mm-hmm. We don't get the correct information anymore. You know, I, I Stuart, yesterday I did a monologue, I don't know if you heard it, about the greatest heist in all of human history. And it was not just our money, our jobs, <laughs> our joy, but our identity, our history. Everything has been taken from us. Everything. And of course we're not going to know how to handle things if we don't know who we are. We don't know who we are anymore. We don't know where we came from we don't know why we came here everything has been distorted and everything has been every anything that is good has been erased well of course we have chaos of course we don't know what to believe people are being told you've been lied to about this country and about who we are and who you are your entire life of course who would you trust and then there's there's no one in a position of power that is actually seemingly exercising it with restraint. My son yesterday came home and he said, Dad, I almost had my first fight today. Now, this was concerning because he's about to get his black belt uh, in Taekwondo. And he's been sparring lately. And, uh, and he, he's like, I, I want to I, I wanna go really spar. And I'm like, why do you want to get hit? Why do you want to get hit in the face? I don't understand that. Where's well, the joy the, in that? If you're good at it, that's the point. You <laughs> yeah, don't, I know. Yeah, you don't get yeah. hit. That's what, he's, that's what he says. <laughs> um, and he's like, go ahead. Try to hit me in the face. And I'm like, no, I'm not playing that game with you. Anyway, um, he came home yesterday and he said, I almost had my first fight. And I said, please tell me you didn't. And he said, uh, no, I didn't. I said, what happened? Uh, he... Uh, without getting into all the details, uh, one kid uh, asked my son, he's like, hey, can I borrow your book uh, for English? We're supposed to be reading it. Well, the book is supposed to be uh, all highlighted at this point. And I've been all over my son reading the freaking all's quiet on the Western front. <laughs> Blow your head off. It's so boring. And anyway, I've been reading it with him and I've been you know, making sure that it's all highlighted and everything with him. And um, and so he had his job done. Well, this kid was trustworthy. He's new in the school. He thinks he's fine. He just, hey, it's like, I forgot my book. Can I borrow your book for And I'll give it back to you. Yeah. Well, the teacher happened to know that it was Rafe's book because he sits right in front of the teacher. So when she saw that book that he had, Rafe didn't know he was using it to to uh, uh, to con the teacher. He just thought he needed the book. He said, I left it at home and blah, blah, blah. Fine. So he does it. He goes back to the classroom afterwards, and he's open about it. He's like, hey, where's, where's my book? I need my book. And uh, the kid, you know, went back and forth and started joking, and the teacher walks in. And she said, oh, you think this is funny? Go ahead. Tell him what you did with the book. Anyway, long story short, he was using Rafe to cheat without Rafe knowing, and then he marked up Rafe's book, okay? And... Uh, Rafe was really upset and uh, kids like, you know, uh, the teacher said, tell him what you did. And he's, he looks down and Rafe takes it from there. And he said, what did you do to my book? And the kid said something under his breath while looking down. And Rafe said, no, look me in the eye 
and tell me what you did. <laughs> this is the, first of all, this is the nerdiest fight topic in history. I know, I know. I know. Um, <laughs> he's like, look me in the eye and tell me what you did. And the kid looked him in the eye and he said, why would you do that? And he said, because I was being a jerk. And he said, fine, go. <laughs> and the kid just went uh, and, and left. And he looked at the teacher and he said, I'm sorry. Um, and she's like, no, I think you handled that really well. So he came home and told me and we had a long conversation about when you have power and you know you can take them and you don't. That's really important. Who in our lives are offering examples of having power and then not using it because it's not the right thing? Not calling people names, not crushing them when they can, um, not, you know, I saw Donald Trump the other day and I have to admit, I enjoyed it for a second because Mitt Romney was like, this guy's got to be impeached. And I'm like... Imagine Mitt Romney is as bad as Orrin Hatch, but at least Orrin Hatch had 20 good years of being a conservative before he went nuts. Romney's picking it right up. And so Trump did, you know, a little clip of of him losing the election. And I thought, okay, that's that's childish. Don't you don't need to. I enjoyed it. And then I said, that's childish. Who in the media? is living up to their responsibility and going, guys, I don't like him as much as anybody else, but this isn't right. Nobody. Nobody. You're going to have to be that example in your own life. I want to go to Claire in Delaware. Hello, Claire. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Hi. Hi, Glenn. I just want to make three points that I can quickly. I watched Levin last night, and he was saying about all this, where are the Republicans? And my thought was, well, they're probably as guilty as Biden is, so they're laying low. Because, you know, from a few years ago, there is something that Russians would charge with insider trading. But they can do, and it's perfectly legal. So my guess is they're keeping quiet because they don't want their kids lost. Oh, man, you're breaking That's- up so badly, um, Claire. I think I have the gist here that the GOP is just as dirty. I, I think this is true. There's a mountain of evidence on Gazprom uh, and that scandal and also Burisma. There, there are a lot of people involved, and I think they are on, on both sides. Um, and I think that the, the Democrats uh, are, they don't want radicals. They don't want radicals. They want someone who can beat who they think is a radical, Donald Trump, but they're looking for the same thing we are. We're still in line. No one has given us what Barack Obama promised, and that was hope and change. Hope for a transparent, ethical government. And it's getting worse and worse every election. And the media is missing this. They're missing it all over the world. They're missing it with Brexit. That's what the people in, that's what the people in France want. That's what the people in Brexit want. That's what the people in Hong Kong want. That's what the people in Germany and Sweden and America want. We want a, a government that is responsible, that they are accountable, they're transparent, and they answer to the will of the people. And nobody in the world is giving it to them, and the media ignores it. 
the Glenbeck program.